When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, Stars fans. Welcome back to Star Wars Hangout. Lottie and I are continuing the Rebels rewatch. Now, the following episodes were pre-recorded this past summer. We are now posting all of Season 1 here on Star Wars Hangout. If you have thoughts on Rebels Season 2, get those transmissions in ASAP, and we'll feature you on the show. Thanks for listening, and may the Force be with you. Hey, Star Wars fans. Welcome back to A Galaxy Far, Far Away. I am your host, Ezra, the flannel space wizard. Your why thing in... What? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Star Wars fans. Welcome back to our Rebel Rewatch. We are discussing Season 1, Episode 12, Vision of Hope. <laughs> Sorry, but we're not. We're going to roll with this. That's about the fourth time we did the intro there. So uh, it's hard saying Y-Wing Enthusiast and and, and Flannel Space Wizard. So um, <laughs> I'm just going to roll with this here. Anyway, let's check in with our, our trusty Padawan learner, the Princess of Bradtree Village, my wonderful co-host, and yours, Lottie. Ah, yeah, sure does it does. I thanks oh, for joining us on our Revel rewatch today. And um, sweetie, I'm so impressed. Every time you do it right, you have like your intro is like this long, and mine is just like two words. So yeah, don't feel bad. You you're doing great. Okay, well, <laughs> but, that's I mean just trying to get going here because you know we want to dive into this i get so excited that i just zip right on past some I of the and some of the words are hard to say so oh anyway. yeah uh, yeah i know i know trust me yeah you yeah you you do know um no so we are we're back and uh we actually watched two episodes back to back we're gonna give you guys two episodes we're gonna do episode 12 and then we're gonna bounce into episode 13 uh as we're getting close to the end of season one here but i wanted to recap a little bit Last night we watched Solo. Yes, and uh, we got to we got to see Han Solo. We got to see Kira. We were on Corellia. Um, lots of cool stuff. We mm-hmm. we met Tobias Beckett. Who else do we meet, sweetie? Did we meet someone else? Um, oh gosh, he was he was he was the former. I guess he's the current in the in the Solo movie captain of the Millennium Falcon. Lando. Our good friend Lando Calrissian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I told you guys I was going to take her back and, and show her some solo. So we got through half of it. Uh, I think we mm-hmm. have half of it to get through maybe tonight or uh, this weekend or whatever. But um, yeah, we're they're on their way to Kessel. They've just made it to Kessel. So yeah, it's a good spot. What did you think so far, the first half? 
It's actually pretty good. Uh, originally, we were just going to put it on and do whatever, so just have it in the background, right? Mm-hmm. But I really got uh, caught, like, I don't know. Like caught I, up in it, yeah. Yeah, caught up in it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I think the first time I kind of, you can't really call it watched it, but it was really cool. We were, um, it was New Year's Eve, um, and my good friends, Teresa and David and mm-hmm. Eula, and we were all, we all had one house rented out, uh, yeah. during New Year's and, um, they had, they just had their babies and everything. Yeah. So we were all like kind of taking care of the babies. They were not even one year old yet. Um, and then one afternoon we just wanted to chill, relax and watch a movie and David is like a huge Star Wars fan. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, I think this movie just came out like solo and everyone's like, no way. We're not like the girls were like, no, right, right. we're not watching this. And then, but then I think like the babies were doing something and they didn't really like they were gone. And David is like, yes, we're watching it. <laughs> and so That's I awesome. kind of watched it, but not really. I don't remember much. Wow. Um, Isn't that interesting <laughs> how you find out things live on the podcast? Yeah had no idea that you had seen any solo whatsoever so right yeah I, like i said i really don't remember much but mm-hmm. it was cool i'm yeah i want to see the rest of it yeah um cool. yeah because uh, the big the reason we went back was really for um lando because lando was sort right. of um yeah he was kind of a important in that movie right yeah absolutely so Awesome. Okay, cool. So let's, yeah, we'll come back to that. Um, Last episode was Idiot's Array. And then today we are diving into episode 12, Vision of Hope. So I'm going to read to you guys just a quick summary and then we'll get started. Uh, During lightsaber practice, that's what you have to do. That's what you have to practice with your lightsaber. That's what they do in space. Uh, Ezra has a fragmented vision of Gaul Travis, who is an exiled imperial senator. And he's a rebel synthes- synthesizer. <laughs> is he synthesizing? He's synthesizing rebel. What is he synthesizing? <laughs> well, if I could synthesize my words right today, uh, he is a rebel sympathizer, <laughs> and uh, assume um, and assumes that Travis knows about his parents. Uh, the rebels receive a transmission from Travis, notifying them that there's a secret rally on Lothal, and Ezra kind of. Um, he gets a tip from one of his buddies on the inside that Callus and the others are planning to lure the rebels into a trap. So Ezra thinks that he's going to uh, save Senator Gal Travis, uh, or Gaul Travis, I should say. See, now the Han and Lando situation, they have me all messed up because they're always going back and forth with the whole, is it Han, is it Han, uh, so is it Gaul? It's Han, is but it, it's okay. Yeah, is, yeah, but it's okay, right? Is, is, it, uh, is it Gaul or is it, is it, is it Gal? It's Gaul, I think. Anyway, uh, Gaul Travis uh, reveals that he is actually an Imperial spy who has used his anti-Imperial transmissions to identify these rebel uh, sympathizers, right? And he claims that Ezra's parents are dead and gone, uh, having suspected this treachery. Hera outsmarts him, and they're able to kind of to kind of get by and escape. Ultimately, they're good. So, a vision of hope. Ezra has his first kind of uh, vision, you know, and yeah. so while he's training. He has a vision of things to come, and he's not exactly correct on this. Yeah, and this is the way with visions. This right. this happens. This happens to Luke. It happens to a lot of Jedi, where they have a partial vision. They don't have the full context. They're not quite sure what they're seeing. They were just on the run with him. It looked as if they had saved him from something. Mm-hmm. But what we hadn't seen was the end of that, where 
Uh, he's actually a spy who is, you know, luring right. them into a trap. Right. So, yeah, what were your initial thoughts on that episode? Um, I was wondering if, like, that Gaul Travis guy, or Travis, 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 um, if he's, again, someone who uh, who was in the films and, and comes back, or is he a new character? Like, who is he yeah, really? Yeah, he's, he's new. His history? Yeah, he's new. Oh, he's new to mm-hmm. Rebels. Okay. To Rebels, okay. yeah. See, I thought he was someone who comes back, like... Because oh, it yeah. seemed like everyone should know him. He's like a you know known personality, um, or known senator. Mm-hmm. So I thought he might want be a figure yeah. who comes back. No, just like uh, Minister Tua, who starts like we we this whole season we catch up with uh, Minister Tua, who's just there on Lethal. Um, this is just an exiled senator. So there are many many senators in the galaxy who. Um, you know, because there's many systems, many mm. planets and okay. stuff. Okay. Okay. So it, you just kind of accept that he's a senator who is. Um, sympathetic to the rebel cause yeah so no yeah i tried to read something about him real quick before we started and it seems like he was one of the only senators who was like critical uh, towards the imperial senate yeah openly yeah like yes like opening uh, like he was interrupting their broadcast and everyone was sort of like oh hurrah like good job cool Mm. he's interrupting it uh and he's kind of anyone who would be interested in that cause would then he would lure them into a trap um yeah. and then he said in the episode that like after he had met with them he didn't kill them but they were tracked now their identities yeah. were known bad things would happen to them and so on so that's really the tool that they kind of mm-hmm. use there he seemingly was uh you know and like propped up to be this rebel senator and really the the real senators that we know about like bail organa for example, the senator from Alderaan, mm-hmm. he he's actually pretending to be an imperial. Oh, so it's the other way around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we met him, right? We we met him. Mm-hmm. We had R two and we had C three PO and stuff like that. So he's and he was like, show me. He told R two, show me everything you've got on these rebels. He wanted to see. Oh who yeah, they were. and he's he has Le- his daughter is Le- Leia, right? Leia. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so he's trying to keep track uh, tabs on them right now. They're trying to find more people. Um, like like the the rebels, this little rebel group, uh, Phoenix Squadron. They're trying to grow. They they, they want to have an impact and they want to you know uh, make a difference. What's really helping them is that they have a Jedi, that they have Hera. Right. Um, they're yes. really well informed. They've got Fulcrum, uh, who's giving them information. So yeah, they're a pretty f- good unit, but they're also small, mm-hmm. and I think they're being watched by a larger group. You know, to see like right. Yeah. So I think they actually thought in this in this that um, that that Travis was going to be someone that they could trust that he mm-hmm. would ha- kind of yeah. have connections, be able to connect them to other people, other rebel cell groups, and yeah, he and gave them hope. Yeah, gave them hope. Yeah, and ultimately he is not a good guy. He's a bad guy. Yeah. So at the end of this, he ends up, I think, kind of broadcasting, or maybe it's the next episode. Yeah, it's the next episode, which we're going to get to. Um, he ends up making a broadcast that uh, is not so good. And identifies right. those, these rebels. We'll get to that in a second. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so the whole thing is just this big chase. And it's it's Ezra dealing with the idea that he has a vision that he's unable to fully understand. Um, Kanan kind of knows that, wants to tell him. What I thought was really cool, did you catch on that Hera actually... Like, you can kind of see from her facial expressions in these episodes that she knew something was up. Well, I remember, like, she was like, when Kanan stopped or was done talking to Ezra, she was like, vision? She's mm-hmm. already 
Or do you mean like after that? Before no, that? no, before. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. The whole while, she has been a little bit skeptical. She she very much hopes, but she she does the whole thing like yeah. she. I don't know. She even though she's because she tells Ezra at the end of the episode she she hoped just as much as he mm-hmm. did that uh, Senator Travis was going to be legit, but she never. I guess she's very cautious and she's yes. been wronged a lot. She has seen how how people um lay traps and so she was ready to mm. to figure um the senator out because she hands him the blaster and knows that it's not charged and right. yeah he has, she's so you know, clever she's smart yeah yeah i wonder though if she, if that happened before with kanan that he had a vision he acted on it and it proved to be different or wrong or, yeah and that's why she she was like skeptical about ezra's vision could yeah. be uh kanan even says that he's had a vision before and uh he's right and and, and uh, ezra says what, what what was it of and he was like this annoying kid who was gonna you know <laughs> this, this brat teenager who was gonna be bothering me or whatever and but i think there is something there yeah right mm-hmm. i think there is probably something and, and they had there was like a look shared between them like between hera and canaan that yep. would indicate to me that she's heard this before and we need yeah. to be cautious with these types of visions and stuff so mm-hmm. and actually anyone who's who's seen star wars you know if if you've seen episode five and you know what Luke Skywalker gets into, he has that vision when he's upside down. He's training with Yoda of his friends in Cloud City and Lando Calrissian, the trap that was laid uh, for Luke Skywalker. It's actually all a trap for Luke Skywalker in episode five. So they're chasing down Han Solo, Leia. Uh, they they put Han Solo in Krypton. Um, almost said Kryptonite, uh, Carbonite. Mm-hmm. Wow, my words are all over the place today. And uh, at some point. I think, uh, yeah, Lando says, he's talking He's talking to him, and he says, look, you know, the, the, they're not after you at all. They're after some somebody called Skywalker. And it's like, oh, okay. So they're after Luke Skywalker. Um, and he had a vision, though. And Yoda told him to be kind of like the, the future's always in motion. And yeah. visions of the future always are changing, and you need more clarity. And that's exactly what Kanan says, too. It's very, it takes a very strong master to kind of see very the, the different interpretations yeah. and stuff really cool um yes. um another thing that's interesting that they did sort of in i thought it was literature or comic books or where it's at but palpatine has a vision of episode six when he says like everything is going um to plan right yeah. as he has foreseen and it's like okay so he had a vision of of how things were going to go he gives the rebels those plans and that vision had multiple outcomes, but he only saw the outcome that he wanted to see, the one where he mm-hmm. was the victor, where he won, right. and he was not looking out for other things. Yeah, so that's a good point. Yep. Yeah, it's kind of like a double-edged sword. You know, you got to be careful uh, wielding the power of visions. So, did you yeah. ever have a vision like where you thought this is something that could happen in the future? Uh, Almost. I- I've actually had, this is crazy, you know, we talk about deja vu sometimes, uh-huh. where something happens, you're like, this has happened before, right? Um, there's also been times where I've had something happen to me, and I've like, I've dreamed this. Not that it's happened before, mm-hmm. but I've dreamed this. And That's I knew crazy. the dream came back to me. You know what I mean? Like, I know people are, people are probably right now going, Ez, come on now. Yeah. But I don't know, friends, <laughs> if you're out there and that's happened to you, reach out to me because, like... Yeah, something. It was something real simple. One time, it was just me um, out in my garden, and it was sort of like a conversation or something happened mm-hmm. uh, between. I think it was my grandma, my mom, my sister. 
was out in the cornfield. And as it's happening, I had this like, wow, I dreamed this. Like just a thought that I okay. remember dreaming something very similar to that situation. So who knows though? We dream, you know, every night something we, whether we remember it or not, mm. lots going on in our sleep. So. The question is, did you go there and have that conversation because of your dream? Because you felt like, you know, that's where it felt familiar and that's where you needed to go. Maybe. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? It's trippy. It's trippy to think about that kind of stuff. I w- I've always thought deja vu was really, really trippy too. Yeah. Where you're like, uh, this has happened before. It's happened here where when we've been together. I've been standing over by that kitchen sink and I've been like, wow, I just had deja vu, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it's probably because I'm setting down this, the, the same item I sit down all the yeah. time, the sour cream. Probably. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I heard that it happens to people a lot, like deja vu. Deja vu, and, yeah. 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 Well, it's because I'm an old soul, you know? I've lived so many years, so many millennia. It's just... Um, True. I believe that. It's the case. That's what's up. Didn't you say your parents... When you were born and like a little baby and a yes. toddler, they were like, yeah, you were a toddler, but you're still oh, yeah. like an old, old man. You have that old soul yeah. vibe. No, they totally did. <laughs> uh, my name was, this is a funny, funny story. My name was supposed to be Jonathan. And I actually even have a plaque somewhere where it's got my little, my little feet, you know, my little infant um. feet. And it says, uh, Jonathan Kirk. Really? And that was supposed to be my name, yeah. Oh. And actually, it was my dad was um, in the hospital, and when he met me, when he held me for the first time, he said, "I mean, he in his mind, no, that wasn't." Um, they had told my grandma that they're going to name me no. Jonathan, no. and then he looked at me. He was like, "Yeah," he was like, it's "Not a Jonathan. That's not Jonathan. That's Ezra." And I was like, oh. "Wow." So it was kind of a. And my mom confirms it. She was like, "Yeah, yeah." He totally just when he saw you, um, said, "No, it's Ezra." But was. Ezra, their second favorite name? No, or Ezra was just, not a name they even had in the in that's the That's crazy. Yeah. So it was, wow. it was very interesting. He, the way he just he said, I look like a little old man when he was holding <laughs> <laughs> And I don't know why he thought of Ezra, but he went back and he had some Old Testament names, you know, and stuff. So, yeah. I think crazy. that's a cool story. Yeah, it's crazy. And then all, all as I... I um, when I <laughs> when I played little league baseball, I I had some surgeries on my arm and I've had different things, different um, kind of like a bone disease that, that that I that I grew up with, and uh, I would go to throw the baseball, and gosh, I looked like a, a big strong guy and I was really gonna just just throw it. And I just threw this change up slow ball. Actually, it looked like I was gonna just fire it in there, right? And it mm-hmm. just came out so slow, <laughs> and so they nicknamed me Grandpa. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, grandpa's up on the mound throwing again. You know, like I just be, and I. It took kids a couple innings to figure out like he's not going to throw it very fast. <laughs> he's only going to throw it. <laughs> so it was kind of funny. That but, is uh, funny. Yeah. Anyway, old soul, old spirit. Yeah. But be careful. The lesson here is be careful of those yeah. visions. And then, uh, you know, this is a really this is a really interesting tactic about this mi- misinformation kind of luring rebels in. You can see how yeah. savvy the empire is, right? Mm-hmm. And in their attempt to to bring, um, yeah. Why? Because not they said it, and I think in the next episode they said it not because of the individuals themselves, like Ezra or Kenan as person, but more because of what they represent is hope, and they want to prevent, uh any kind of you know rise of hope among the ordinary people right yeah yeah exactly so this is this is, this is called a vision of hope and that's yeah that's sort of the whole thing is that they they definitely want um 
to, to have everyone feel sort of alone. That's why yeah. it's so important to, to catch the rebels, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though they're a small group, but um, they're afraid of what they can do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so. then they have, I mean, they have little, like, spies or, you know, people that are not really, um, like, truly with the empire like ezra's friend who's a cadet for the empire but really wants to find his sister what's his name again uh zare yeah he doesn't he talk to him in this episode he does yes he does right and he gives him the information on something that oh yeah that do you think he well do you think he knows knows what that um gal trevis was um oh no do i think that little cadet knows yeah no okay yeah um cool couple i always like to mention some of the droid moments chopper was pretty big in this episode (laughs) and uh, he took out like an imperial droid opens up the um he like kicks that droid down in there which is which is fun and he's just yeah he's what no he's just you know he's a real rebel yeah i mean he's true he's got a good rebel spirit as i love how they seal that that escape entrance or or whatever and and he's like uh, nope, I'm not having this. Yeah, he like immediately turns around and he yeah, gets out they, of like, not even, his saw. They're not even out of sight They're yet. two steps and, away. And, and he's, he's like, like, I don't think so. Uh, and starts, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was hilarious. Yeah, that was good. And I really enjoy the little nudges also between Ezra and Sabine. They're cute. They're oh, getting I cute. Oh, yeah, they are. They're so cute. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, she's like talking. They're, they get down there and she's, uh, what, they're talking about the smell. <clears throat> yeah. And she's like, yeah, it kind of smells like you. And he's like, you know what I smell like? Right. <laughs> Everyone else would have been like, that's an insult. Like, it right. smells really bad down there. <laughs> she knows my smell? Like, what? Oh, my God. I know. I had someone like. try to tell me, and the reason I play this up so much is that, like, oh, there's nothing between them. Like, you guys read into it too much. Or, like, not everyone in Star Wars has to be, like, in love. It's like, okay, that's fine. But they definitely have a crush on each other. Or he has yeah. a crush on her, for sure. Yeah. Now, whether it grows out of that or not is something you have to kind of watch and see. Okay. Yeah, it's just it's just at the end. It's really Ezra and, and Hera kind of talking and bonding here. Mm-hmm. You know, the other thing too is that this is more personal too for Ezra because of his parents. Yeah, and he really liked the right. senator because it sounded a lot like his parents, someone who was who was speaking out. So he was. And uh, didn't he? Wasn't he part of like the reason why his parents are gone? Don't know. We're gonna we'll talk about that next episode. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily. Um, I don't. Know, did he say that? I, he he just said that they're gone. He did say that. Right, but he remembered them, and I don't know if he was part of the whole, like, scheme of catching them, or... I don't think he was. Um, I think he just recalled... He's like, there hasn't been... He has. He said something like, there hasn't been um, anyone speaking out against the Empire here since the Bridgers. Oh, the Bridger transmissions. And mm-hmm. he, like, remembers them. Okay. Uh, and that's that's really about it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so he says no one even... No one ever knew, not even his droids. Um they identify and watch the insurgents, all that good stuff. Uh, yeah, the troublesome ones have accidents afterwards. He's like, but you're not a traitor. You're a voice of freedom, a light in the darkness. Ezra's just so upset, yeah. like my parents. So disappointed. And he's like, no one's spoken out in the, uh, against the Empire on Lothal since the Bridger transmissions. Wow. So there yeah. you go. I, and he says, I remember them, uh, the original voices of freedom. So that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. So I w- he just sort of identifies them. They were a big deal. Right. I wonder, um, do you remember when they came in and no one was there? It was just Travis and two guards or whatever. Yeah. Do you think uh, no one showed up to the secret meeting because 
they knew who he really is or they remember what happened to, let's say, Ezra's parents and they're afraid or there's just not as many like rebels or rebel friends on Lothal. Yeah, I think there are a lot of people who are just afraid, you know, and even if they did pick up on the message, they're not going to go walk by. Mm. They don't want to be identified as rebels. Mm. And if they're not organized, if they're not actively fighting. See, I think Hera and Ezra and others would would be there's there's whispers on the streets about this group and about mm-hmm. Kanan and a Jedi and so on. Uh, I think if there were other really, I don't know, if there were rebels, they would know more about them. Yeah. Like Jer, for example, who's in the Imperial Academy, you know, like like ends up joining up with Ezra and goes on the run, and he's still got that Imperial cadet that he's talking to. So as they meet people, maybe one by one they come together, but there's mm-hmm. really not like a unit. Yeah, like that. Um, yeah. yeah, and so I think I think in, anybody who did walk by. I think there's just, yeah, I don't know. I mean, no one did because really they're they're kind of it right now. They mm-hmm. are the rebels. Other people might be sympathetic and, and be interested as well, but they're not going to go as far as yeah. to meet the senator right. in exile. So, right. yeah. Yeah. All right. So, Vision of Hope uh, ends and uh, it's not great. It's not, you know, it just kind of sucks and... Hera and Ezra kind of bond. They talk about mm-hmm. it, and there's still hope. They're still going to trust in each other and move forward. You know, yeah. forget this, you know, Gail Travis guy, and move on. Right. They tried. Yeah. Learned a valuable lesson. So, okay, I think we're good, sweetie, on that one. Yeah. Uh, this one's a little bit shorter. We have, the next one's actually pretty good, so we'll we'll mm-hmm. talk a bit more about that. But uh, friends, thanks so much for for joining us here on our Rebel Rewatch. It's been a it's been it's been good. We're almost done. We're at is episode twelve. We've got. <laughs> 13, 14, 15, we got three more. Sweet, yeah. yeah. In this season. It's wild. And then three more seasons. Yeah. Right? Yes, we do. But they go quick. They're going to go really quick. This has gone really fast, actually. Yes, it is. I mean, so. watching at least one episode every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll be done in... A month and two months, maybe? Yeah. Something like that. When does we'll probably Kenobi take, come out? We'll probably take a break for Kenobi, just so everyone knows. Okay. We'll probably just cover that uh, religiously. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll come back and finish up our rewatch. So... I thought it was nice, again, like that you had seen Solo before Kenobi, and then you've mm-hmm. seen Rebels, and we're getting you just a little bit of uh, of each. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, friends. Well, hey, that is it for now. Uh, thanks so much. Please like, please subscribe, all that good stuff. Le- leave us a review over there. Follow um, at Charlotte Sue, and then follow me at Wampret underscore 2M. We will see you guys next time. And as always, remember, may the Force be with you. Ciao. Hey friends, thanks for listening to this week's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Leave us that review. Check out our extra episodes on Patreon and Apple Premium. This is the way. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.